This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. New Year's Eve. Last night, first morning. Whatever. Maybe that's what we should call <laughs> Last it. night, first morning. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Well, we are coming up on the end of the year for We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. Producer Doug, do you have any uh, Christmas shopping left to do? Oh, do I? Have I done any? I think is the question. <laughs> okay, that is a better question. Well, you still have like five days or something like that. Yeah, well, that's what point and click is, I guess. Yes, exactly. Coming up after Christmas, of course, is first night, December 31st, 2019, uh, is Tacoma's celebration in downtown and uh, it wasn't on last year, and uh, Tacoma Arts Live and David Fisher have stepped in to say, we're going to try to make this happen. Um, and so I invited him on the show to tell us what to expect uh, for first night, and uh, I'm really excited. So we have a conversation about uh, the, uh, like a mini year in review art style, and then we get to first night. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma, and welcome David Fisher to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming uh, to talk about First Night, uh, which you've helped to uh, resurrect. I'm very excited about that. Yes, we're happy to be doing it and got a lot on the docket. Yeah, and uh, we are definitely going to get to that. But kind of on that New Year's Eve theme, I want to look back before we look forward to the year that was 2019 the year in the arts. You know, I had an interesting conversation with a board member of an arts nonprofit. She said, how are the arts doing in Tacoma? Because she was wondering how their nonprofit compared to the general arts scene. And it's interesting for me to think of because I never really thought about it in that context. That's when I realized, like, the arts are as vibrant as they have been in the last 15 years that I can remember, at least. I mean, there seems to be funding. There seems to be patrons. There's not a great economic collapse that is threatening the existence of everything. Um, that was kind of my take, but I'm curious what you think. How are the arts doing in Tacoma right now? I think the uh, state of the arts in Tacoma are strong. And, well said. Uh, now, now the Congress can applaud. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I do. I think things are going well. I think underneath that are two uh, countervailing pressures that are ever-present for uh, artists and art managers. Yep. And that is um, that the idea of uh, irrational exuberance uh, was not founded by the former chair of the Federal Reserve. It is the natural state of arts managers. Mm. We are just always trying to push and stretch and do more, even when we don't have the, <laughs> the resources yeah, at yeah, hand, yeah. right? Yeah. And so there's that uh, tension along with a, a healthy neurosis uh, built into our own persona. So we're always worrying. And that's just our natural state. Stretch, push, do more, and uh, freak out most of the time. And I would say every arts manager I know right. uh, is going through that cycle uh, right now. I would say, too, like the rest of the country, um, 
we are all distracted, concerned, anxious about uh, politics in the country, about division in the country. And we're all, as business people in the arts, are looking over our shoulder wondering when something is going to give and is that going to happen economically and are we going to be under threat? Uh, So I think just in general, while things are going well, there is a very high level of anxiety yeah. uh, among people, patrons, donors. Uh, Everyone feels it. Everybody feels it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, at the same time, I think we in the arts also realize we are the antidote to that. And so we're very dedicated to bringing community together, convening people for relief <laughs> Distraction, healing. Uh, I am one who just gets up every day and feels like I'm the luckiest guy in the world because my job is to convene people, bring them together into a dark room, (laughs) have their uh, hearts open, their sense of empathy open, connect with artists who are on stage, see the world differently and realize, one, they're not alone – and that the world is filled with diversity of ideas and uh, ways of being. And that, I believe, is what brings community together, strengthens the social cohesion. And that yeah. is the role of the arts. And I think in Tacoma, we do that better than any other place I've ever seen. And it's something that I'm really proud to be a part of. And I yeah. makes it. A wonderful place to live, and and you would know to some extent, I would say, because you start you were at uh, Tacoma Little Theater years ago, went away, learned a lot, and then came back to run what is now Tacoma Arts Live. Yeah. Um, so you've seen you've seen not just Tacoma, you've seen elsewhere too. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Northern California, so I lived it and breathed it in Sacramento, San Francisco for eighteen years. Came here in the early nineties, had the best education uh, on the job here, uh, and with incredible investments from uh, the sector and the foundation world here who were doing a lot of training of managers of nonprofits. And I benefited from that, enjoyed that tremendously. Mm -hmm. Went away, played, experimented even more, and then was so thrilled to come back in 2006. And uh, it's just been an absolutely fantastic ride since then. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty great. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Something else cool that happened this year, if we're looking back on the year, is mm-hmm. is you got to be on stage for the first time in quite a while. You were in art. Gosh, I had forgotten that. <laughs> it's yeah. been a busy year. Yeah. No, I. you know, um, it had been a long time since I was professionally and formally on stage as an actor. That's kind of how I grew up in the biz uh, from the age of 13 on. Um and it was really uh, revitalizing for me uh, to unlock that part of me, that expressive part, yeah. and be free with that was fantastic. And I got to do it with friends and partners, with Josh Knudsen uh, uh, from UWT right. and uh, Eric Clausel. 
and a uh, great director with Brett Carr. So it was a really good experience, and uh, I think we did a pretty good job. And that has helped be an anchor for launching the rest of the work that we're doing right. uh, on our stages as a regional theater producer. So we just finished Shakespeare in Love, which exceeded expectations. And, and we had the the lead actress uh, come onto this podcast for that. Fantastic. So, yep. Thank you for that. Yep. Yeah. And that went really well. Uh, audiences were bigger than we anticipated them. So that was a good, good sign. And now we're gearing up for something completely different. Uh, Oleana will be coming, and that is a Me Too story of sexual harassment uh, on a college campus. Josh Knudsen, uh, who lives and breathes uh, college, college campuses, campuses yes. uh, is directing that. Uh, we have a wonderful woman of color in uh, the lead role and uh, a Caucasian man as the faculty member. So it's going to bring an, an additional charge and dynamic to hmm. it. Um, David Mamet, I mean, it's just uh, award-winning play. So it, that's going to be great. Then that's followed by a play called Tribes, uh, which is really a deep dive into uh, communication and family dynamics using a metaphor of a deaf person uh, who is raised in a hearing family. It's incredibly funny. It's got very saucy language in it, uh, which is fun to do in ASL. <laughs> uh, and we're taking the American Sign Language interpreters, having them there for every performance and actually are incorporating them into the action of the play. Oh, not, that's really not cool. simply on the peripheral. So I think for deaf community, they are going to see a much more integrated and vibrant uh, production than is they can normally experience. Yeah. And then we're right now casting for the last show of this season, which uh, is called Cowboy versus Samurai. And it is a story of Cyrano de Bergerac set in modern times in breakneck Wyoming with a cultural mix of um, uh, Koreans in this backwater town. Uh, and a cowboy who uh, can't put a sentence together and leans on his Korean friends to help woo this lovely young woman. It's very funny and has got some good uh, racial mashup going on. I, I was a, a musketeer in Cyrano de Bergerac in college. There you go. Yeah. We do not have musketeers in this, <laughs> no, but I we can't. have a mock samurai in Well, there this, you go. So there you go. It's fun. And then we're already getting ready for the next season, and I can just preview that we're working right now with Taproot Theater in uh, Seattle to – uh, partner in remounting Kim's Convenience, which is hmm. a story of a Korean uh, immigrant family who run a, a Korean grocery store in the midst of in the midst of an urban environment and all the changes and the generational love hate uh, between uh, the parents and the children as they are trying to uh, assimilate. Yeah. It, it's incredibly funny, touching. I I got to tell you, I kind of burst into tears at one point uh, when I saw it. It's it's a lovely piece. So That's we'll great. launch next season with that. That's great. And then more to come after that. More to come after <clears throat> that. Another big thing that happened this year is, is that uh, the uh, Tacoma Creates started getting its funding after being approved from voters in 2018. Mm -hmm. And you were, of course, instrumental in helping to make that happen and part of the coalition that had been yeah. – 
pushing for that for many years. It was a big team uh, from all over the state who got it through the state house after nine years yep. of effort. And then once that happened and the governor signed off on the state legislation, uh, we began three years of real grassroots work here uh, with the Pierce County Arts Coalition, a lot yeah. of cross uh, pollination of leaders, and then Tanya Durand of the Green Trike Children's yes. Museum. Uh, and I co-led that uh, effort with a lot of great support from people all around, including uh, City Council Member Ryan Mello, who was our council uh, yeah. champion. And uh, we are really sad to see him step off. Uh, he'll sure. be ending his term uh, in January after many, many years on council. He's made a huge difference. Has the funding for that started to been distributed yet? A little bit here little bit. and there. It is, uh, frankly, been slow yeah. uh, to get going. I think there's um, legitimate anxiety uh, about how these dollars get dispersed to make sure that they are equitable and that they are focused in the right places. And I would say uh, there's also been anxiety that let's just get going. Let's start to deliver services. And if we stub our toe, well, at least we're doing it in service and we can learn as we go. So I think it's that tension between wanting to create a structure that is tight and smart and holding things back until that snaps into place versus, hey, let's learn on the job and go. And I think we've kind of found uh, that median and that should start come in the first quarter of 2020 now. That's very exciting. So it feels good. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yep. So let's talk about uh, the big thing coming up right now, which is New Year's Eve, first night Tacoma, December mm -hmm. 31st, in case I need to be clear, because someone did ask me when it was. And <laughs> yes. so now I'm being very explicit when I'm talking yes. about it. New Year's Eve. Last night, first morning. Whatever. Maybe that's what we should call <laughs> Last it. Last <laughs> night, first morning. Yeah. I like it. Um, so... We have uh, – when was the very first first night to come? Do you know? No, I don't. Um, but I can tell you uh, it would have been in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. I first got involved uh, with it when I was the manager of arts and culture for Pierce County. Okay. And they were the owner of that festival as well as – Pierce the County started a lot of festivals. Yeah, they did. That's interesting. They did. And um, – they started that and Ethnic Fest. Yeah, I, I know so that from Metro Parks. I had the pleasure of managing both festivals uh, during my time there, and it was great. So um, you didn't exactly use air quotes around pleasure there, but no, uh, I, I, no, I did have <laughs> okay. uh, pleasure because, Good. frankly, because Pierce County, uh, the city, and uh, foundations and corporations were a hundred percent on board. Yeah. There wasn't a lot else going on in that special event world at the time, so those were two key anchor festivals. Yep. Since then, the city and the region has uh, evolved in a really robust and diverse, you might even say splintered way, but you know uh, that has meant some of the resources that were there have gone away, and it's made it more challenging for these bigger festivals to function. A lot of the um, – so I remember back to the early 2000s, uh, I was on the, the tall ship steering committee to get that here the first time. I was working – I was actually briefly on the, on the first night board in 2003, which was 
not good because there was not one in 2004. So like okay. I was I was there and some some stuff going down. Yeah. Um. Like these all of these events they're 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 tricky because and we see that with with like uh, Freedom Fair. How do you have a big free community event while at the same time something that can be sustainable and and it's a big question especially because a lot of those corporate dollars have it's it, not going there anymore. No, it's not, and it's an enormous amount of work, logistics, planning, yep. uh, interface between um, private sector and government. It is tricky stuff. You need the entertainment. You need to figure out safety. There's so much stuff. Absolutely. And the problem is that they've been held off in little uh, separate corners of management. Uh, Freedom Fair in their corner, uh, Ethnic Fest in its corner, First Night in its corner, with no coordination really between them and no umbrella support program regarding permits, logistics, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so – Everyone's solo. Everybody's solo. Without enough wherewithal to provide a full-time job so that there's continuity – from yeah. season to season to yeah. season and a sense of brain trust, you know, holding it together. So it's really a tough environment to work in. I'm happy to say that the mayor, uh, Victoria Woodards, and the city is really trying to get their brains wrapped around this, working with Metro Parks. Uh, Tacoma Arts Live has a m minor role to play in it, but we're trying to help advocate that, hey, let's see if there's a new structure that could be created that it helps solve some of these problems. Well, and and I really appreciate that you were willing to to step in this year so that we could have a, a, a first night back and we could see what it could look like in a different, you know, format if, if it is different at all. And, yeah. And, yeah. Well, um, you know, Theater District Associates, who has held uh, this in place for quite a while, has uh, had some great successes and then hit speed bumps along the way. Uh, it didn't happen last year, and it just felt to us that it was important that if we could provide the infrastructure and the energy, let's go ahead and do it this year. Let's give some grace to the city and the other partners uh, to not yeah. have to worry about putting it up this year and instead take some time to think more long-term about where they're going. So that's what we've done. It's not our intention. Let me put this on the record. <laughs> it is not our intention to uh, be the ongoing producer of this event. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, why don't we take a very short sponsor break, and when we come back, we can hear all about all of the exciting things that will be happening that night. Sounds great. Okay. This episode of the We Art Tacoma podcast was generously supported by the Tacoma Arts Commission. What is that, you ask? The Arts Commission is a volunteer group of citizens appointed by City Council who support the development of our community through public art, arts programming, and funding of arts organizations, artists, and, apparently, podcasts about the arts. This year, through the Arts Projects Fund, the Arts Commission funded 32 Tacoma organizations in the fields of dance, craft, film, music, visual, literary, and cultural arts. My thanks to the Tacoma Arts Commission for funding this podcast and the many awesome programs, artists, and organizations around the city. Welcome back. Thank you to our sponsor and thank you to the members who support Channel 253. This is a uh, not just podcast advertising, but members support what we do here. 
If you're interested, it's either $4 a month or $40 a year, and you can uh, keep shows like this or What Say You or Nerd Farmer or Citizen Tacoma all uh, healthy and functioning and on the air. So you can do that at channel253.com slash membership. And we are back with David Fisher of Tacoma Arts Live to hear about First Night and uh, what we can expect from uh, a rousing night in downtown Tacoma. It's going to be fun. Uh, we've got a number of venues, including the brand new studios at KNKX Radio, which I am such a fan of. Me and too. Love, <laughs> love having uh, the radio station downtown with us on Broadway. So uh, we're going to have music in the studio there. And I want to thank Cancax uh, for supporting that. We are going to have uh, events going on in the Pantages, of course. We've got blues, jazz, a uh, number of different bands. Uh, Baby Gramps, uh, Stephanie Ann Johnson uh, will be there with her wine. Great local uh, vocalist. Band. Yep. The Barley Wine uh, Review as well. Yeah. And Girl Trouble. That's the lineup in the Pantages. That's a great lineup. Uh, I mean, that that alone is a pretty great lineup for, fun, uh, for yeah, a night. Yeah. Right? And then on the outdoor stage, which will be on the Pierce Transit Plaza Square there, uh, we're going to have the band uh, Pacifique, uh, Maya Soleil, uh, the Tacoma Brass Band. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll be doing a countdown for families. Uh, so we'll be celebrating New York time, New York time <laughs> countdown so that the wee ones can get to bed. I love and, that. And still celebrate with us, right? That's great. Yeah. And then uh, we've got some uh, Cuban music coming uh, and Global Heat. And then we're closing that stage uh, with the Tacoma Refugee Choir, uh, oh, a sing-along, cool. and countdown, and fireworks. So, so as as a big picture, this is a a celebration between like ninth and eleventh on on Broadway. So it's 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 Correct. arts focused. It's it's performing arts performing focused, arts focused. Yes, primarily. Thank you. Yeah, and um, it is that block will be closed on Broadway from ninth uh, to eleventh. Yep. Uh, then there'll be a mixture of on-street activities happening, so that outdoor stage I just described. But then um, the theater district associates, uh, the longtime producers of First Night, are going to be doing uh, a children's activities tent. The Norwegian uh, club is doing an nice. ice walk nice. to frigid up your feet. So you can do that at night in the polar plunge in the morning That's and just right. stay cold. Exactly, just stay cold yeah. through uh, the whole new year. Um and then uh, our good friends at Enjoy Productions, um, Martha Ensign and Kevin Joyce, are uh, helping us produce the theme this year. I should back up and say the theme this year is the Tree of Life. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to celebrate our Northwesterliness and also uh, really honor our uh, sponsors, the Puyallup Tribe. Uh, who has a, a deep uh, heritage with uh, the cedar tree. And so that is the image, and we are extending that image into storytelling. So Enjoy Productions, along with Michael Mead, who's a mythologist, 
uh, are developing mythic stories oh, cool. uh, that uh, actors and performers will be engaging in in different sites on the street and inside some of the buildings. We have a parliament of owls who are be roosted. Is that the collective in, noun for owls? Yes, parliament, a parliament of, owls? of owls. I love that one. Uh, I do That's too. That's great. And so there's that happening um, in the Knights of Pythias uh, Hall, which uh, is – uh, really only available a few times a year for the community one to go into. One of the coolest into. rooms in Tacoma. It is in one there. of the coolest rooms in Tacoma. Yeah. So you got to come in, and that's going to be a spoken word program. Uh, we've got um, uh, poet laureates coming in and Damon Arendell, who is a really phenomenal uh, spoken word artist, is curating that. And it'll be a chance for people to go in, not only hear great spoken words, but sort of develop their own stories. And we'll have a little bit of open mic time uh, in there for people. In Theater on the Square, which is the 300-seat theater, we've got uh, a celebration of Tacoma dance happening. So we've got Metro Arts, uh, Metro yep. Arts uh, yep. from Metro Parks coming in, the Ballet Folklorico de Tacoma Arts Live. Program will be there. Uh, the YMCA team will be in. There'll be a Vision Step team, the Asian Pacific Cultural Center, and the Barefoot Collective. All of that's going on in Theater on the Square. The Rhodes Building will be the site for the Tacoma Night Market, and they'll be uh, hosted in downtown again with us. We're really happy to have them there. And then there'll be uh, music in that space they, as well. They have well. A, a very cool atrium in that building. Like, like unless you work there, you don't have much reason to go in. But, like, right. it's a really cool atrium. So for people who may not understand what the Rhodes Building is, it used to be uh, a vertical mall, essentially. And now, today, it is the home of the state of Washington yeah. for various services. But yeah. that atrium. It's, it's, it's a big brick building on the corner of be. 11th and Broadway. And, right. again, most people never go in. But right. it's a really cool central area. It is going to be cool. Um, and then uh, Leroy Jewelers uh, will be a host and we'll have uh, another tree myth and uh, singer in that space. Very nice. A number of these venues are free and you can come and roam. Some of the venues require a button. Right. Kids under 11, 11 and under are free and uh, over – uh, 11 uh, require a button. They are $14 between now and December 30. You can buy them at Tacoma Arts Live box office and on the web at TacomaArtsLive.org. Um, and then day of, the price goes up to $18. Okay. So we really encourage people to come out and buy early. Um, so, so, so just to make sure, uh, we we resonate or resonate, <laughs> just linger on this this topic. Sure. Uh, there are. Free activities for for families um, throughout the you know the, there there's things they can do without buttons and then there's things extra things that a button gets you into That's for right. certain arts performances and things like that. So, That's right, and to get warm. And this <laughs> and to get warm. So this is what we're talking about: that balance between a community event that's free and accessible, but also exactly. self-sustaining. We still have to pay the bills, right? Right, and so we've got great support from the tribe and the city. Tacoma Arts Live is contributing about $35,000 of its own resources in, into this program. And there's a, you know, it just takes a lot. The it whole, takes a lot. It's about a $100,000 project. Wow. So there's a lot of there there, right? Yeah. Uh, Seabury School will also be open with uh, science and arts activities, hands-on activities in there. Um, we're really pleased uh, to have our own uh 
Studio One, which will be sponsored by Marybridge uh, Hospital. And that'll be a place where kids can go in and talk and map their own family trees. Mm, very so cool. So lots of different things to do for all ages and great performances all the way around. Antique Row will be uh, activated with food trucks and then within Sanford and Son, uh, Brooks Dental, the Bostwick Cafe, and uh, a new time, the space there uh, from Sharon McBride. We'll have a tarot reader in there. So lots of different activities happening on uh, Are we still calling Row. that Antique Row? We're, well, we this we is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of the other things happening on Antique Row is the start of the event, if I understand correctly, which is... Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, one of the, 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 I think, one of the, the, the delightful... the delightful parts of it. The world's shortest parade, is that correct? It is. The world's shortest parade will gather, and this is not only the world's shortest parade, but it is the most interactive and welcoming uh, parade. So anyone can participate. Okay. Show up and march with us. Roll. You can ride your bicycle. You can bring your wheelbarrow. You can bring your wheelchair. You can bring <laughs> your crutches. Come on and march uh, along with us. Process along. We'll gather at the corner of 7th and Broadway, uh, and that will be at about 530 uh, so that uh, soon thereafter, we'll start this uh, ragtag yep. uh, brigade. So down. 7th and Broadway, like McMinimins, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then we'll just march uh, south uh, along Broadway. We'll have the street closed, yep. safe. Yep. Uh, you won't be dodging cars. And uh, come, and it'll uh, culminate uh, really about three blocks later uh, at Pierce Transit Plaza, and we'll celebrate the beginning. We're also taking advantage of this gathering to honor Congressman retired Norm Dix. Oh, wonderful. Which we're really pleased with. Um, Norm will help lead the parade uh, and uh, in, in fitting Tacoma fashion. Uh, and as we gather there, we'll be celebrating Norm by unveiling two plaques that uh, pay tribute to his legacy and the contributions that he's made throughout the 6th Congressional District, including uh, being one of the cheerleaders who helped save the Pantages. So yeah. uh, we'll be mounting those plaques on the exterior of the Pantages and celebrating Norm's uh, illustrious congressional career. That's very, very cool. Yeah. That's great. So we got a lot going on. We have a lot going on. So so uh, let's let's uh, fast forward the clock. It's getting mm -hmm. close to be midnight. The kids have already done their their New York Times celebration at nine. Right. How are things going to wrap up by the end of the night? Well, uh, about uh, eleven fifteen to eleven thirty, we'll start to close down some of the other outlying venues, so that we're trying to focus all the attention into the public outdoor stage on Pierce Transit Plaza. And as I mentioned, uh, we'll have the Tacoma Refugee Choir singing and getting us all involved and enjoying filling our own lungs uh, with hope uh, for the coming year. And um, uh, we'll have Rich Marriott from King 5 there uh, hosting that stage along with Kevin Joyce. Do that big countdown, and then uh, we've got, for the first time in a long time, we've got fireworks Yay. happening. Uh, off the top deck of Park Plaza North, which is just opposite there. Yep. Um, and then we'll sing another song or so, and we'll rap. Uh, and That's wonderful. And lead us into the new year in really robust fashion. That is wonderful. Yeah, should be a good time. 
So if people want to grab their buttons uh, early, you said they can go to TacomaArtsLive.org. Is that correct? Yes, or the they box can. Office? They can go to the box office at the Pantages, go to TacomaArtsLive.org, or they can go to Stadium Thriftway, who's an outlet for us as well. Oh, great. And so those are all easy resources for you to stop in. Uh, grab a carton of eggs uh, at Stadium Thriftway, and uh, I've got the enjoy. stem and leaf satsumas there that I really like, so you can get those too. No kidding. Yeah. Also, I should say, just as a reminder for folks, that this is a family-friendly, non-alcoholic event, and that is uh, one of the uh, hallmarks of this program. Yep. Uh, there's plenty of other places for people to go and have a drink and still come uh, and enjoy everything that we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think uh, it's wonderful that First Night is back on. I think that uh, Tacoma will be very happy. Uh, I am sometimes out of town for family, and when I'm here, we do First Night, and our kids, our kids just love it, and uh, and it's it's really fun. There's there's things, as you said, inside and outside to do, and all different kinds of things, uh, participatory and just sheer enjoyment of watching great performing artists. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. David, thank you for uh, – oh, no. Actually, I had one more thing I What's wanted that? to ask you. What's that? I often ask guests, and I clearly did not prepare you for this one because I even forgot as well. Okay. I often ask guests, is there anyone you would like to give a shout-out to? Someone in the Tacoma Arts community who is doing really great work. It could be an individual. It could be an organization who you just think deserves a gold star for just being like, they're really, really killing it this yeah, year. Yeah, I would say there are two who immediately come to mind. Great. Maybe more. I'm sure <laughs> there's you, more, but let's just say, how about just two? How about just two? Uh, I have to say Leah at the Tacoma Night Market is yeah. killing it. Yeah. And it is such a way to stitch the community together of both uh, – makers and buyers together coming with so much joy and fun uh, to celebrate. The, the night market is like just... changing the lives of the people who are selling. I mean, like, like they're, they're, they're running out of merchandise because, because they've just sold it all. I mean, that's, it's, it's amazing. Right? It's, it's amazing. Absolutely incredible. Yes. And then my other one is uh, council member Ryan Mello who I got to tell you, my heart is breaking to see him uh, roll off council because he has been so active, smart, vibrant, problem solver, unifier, just uh, absolutely uh, have so much respect for the work he's done. Well said. Well said. All right. Well, thank you for coming. And uh, thank you for uh, sharing about First Night. Thanks for having uh, me. uh, Everyone, uh, December 31st, 530 to... Midnight. Come on down to the theater district. Come on down. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The We Art Tacoma podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B Team, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.